ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Mexico, the Russian Federation and the United Kingdom, and in the states of California, Massachusetts, and Colorado, and to all of you for pushing us over our previous high of 90,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, Your tip is reconnect with the divine. Fear moves in when we feel separate from the divine. Think of someone you love and reconnect with the divine through love. My guest today, Jim Bubba Bay, had a long and painful rehab from a fall that broke 23 bones. When he would get overwhelmed, he would remember the light and be able to keep going. We can do the same by reconnecting to God through the love of a human being who is on earth or in the heavenly planes. God, the divine, a higher power, the universe, goddess, there are many ways to refer to a power that is bigger than we are. The exact term we use doesn't matter. What matters is that we realize that there is a force in the universe that is pure love and light and cares about us. There's a reason that people talk about seeing a light when they have a near-death experience. Even the word enlightenment literally means into the light. Think about some of the other phrases in our language like the dark night of the soul or the darkest hours just before the dawn. All of these references to light and dark are not just poetic language or metaphors. They are literal and meaningful. Fear is the darkness and love is the light. Just like light and dark cannot occupy the same space, fear and love cannot occupy the same space. Where there is love, there can be no fear. How we interact with people is one way of spreading either love or fear, even when we don't know the people. 
this past week I shared a post with something in some interesting insights on Facebook from the host of The Daily Show and some of the responses that our president and other men were having to the accusations of sexual assault made against Kavanaugh. An interesting and respectful discussion emerged, which ended in my posting, To everyone who posted here, I appreciate your willingness to engage in dialogue. The only way we're going to begin to solve the problems in our nation and the world is by deeply listening to each other and then speaking in a way that we can be heard. Thank you all. One man replied, I agree. Actually, it seems we agree on more things than we disagree on. I found this to be very hopeful. A ray of light in the form of understanding had come into the darkness of accusations. It gave me hope that when we come with an open heart, respect, and a willingness to listen, we can learn from each other and find common ground. With that in mind, I encourage you to vote in the November elections. We can bring more light and love into the United States of America and into the world by determining what values we hold most dear and casting our vote for the people who uphold those values. Remember, this is the year of speaking your truth. That includes voting your truth. Sometimes knowing our past lives can help us know our truth and bring more love and light into ourselves. That's why my next workshop is Past Life Group Regression. Past lives are often the source of confusing feelings of deja vu, healthy and unhealthy relationships, special talents, gifts and knowledge, fears and phobias, health problems and personal challenges. We often spend years in therapy or misery blaming our childhood for our difficulties when the source is something we brought into this life from another lifetime. Knowing those past influences can create faster and deeper change. With my process, you will discover what you need to know, keep the positive, and let go of what's hurting you. I was trained by Dr. Brian Weiss, and I use a gentle process in which you always feel safe and in control. Whether you just want to learn more about your soul's journey through different lifetimes or want to heal something in your current life, the information you're ready to know will emerge. In this workshop, you will experience your past lives with my expert guidance, learn new techniques that I have created to help you discover past lives on your own, heal your past, present, and future, connect deeply with your spirit and soul, understand the reasons for your current life circumstances, release the negative influences from your past lives, gain new self-awareness, empowerment, and peace. We will meet on November 17th, and looking ahead, my next workshop will be the Om Am Awakening, Balancing the Divine Feminine and Divine Masculine. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present these workshops or another one in your area like Overcoming Abuse or Creativity as Self-Expression. You can learn more about the importance of past lives by listening to my on-demand shows with Dr. Bernie Siegel, 
Dr. Dave DeSano, and Lynn Russell. Go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to listen to those shows and to register for my Past Life Regression Workshop. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today Jim Bubba Bay who will talk with us about how a near-death experience led to faith purpose and strength I got the following email about last week's show from Janice Palmer I enjoyed listening to your episode, The Art of Healing with Crystals. One of my dear friends gave me a gift of crystal quartz as it helps with the removal of energy blocks. I love this gift and keep it near my desk for help when I am in need of creative inspiration. On your show, I learned about Jasper and that it keeps helps keep you calm. So I'm going to add this to my collection. Thank you. And that's why I had Kat Young on the show for the fourth time. Her information is always helpful, and she takes complicated information and presents it with clarity and simplicity, and she's always so genuinely kind. After the show, she wrote to me, I love the direction that you took for the show. It's definitely one of my top favorites. Since the last show Kat did with us about the blessings from the California fire, I asked her to tell us how she's doing now. It turns out that her house was the only one that was still standing of seven in a row across the street from her and seven in a row on her side of the street. They did have damage, but not like their neighbors. Cack said that the energy from her crystals saved her house. She has a room where all her crystals are lined up on a table. It's where she does her healing sessions. Even the cats know to go in there when they are sick. In addition to protecting her home, the crystals were protecting the research cat needed in order to write this book. Because of her profound spiritual experiences with the crystals, Kak is getting ready to write another book about crystals. I'm looking forward to its publication so I can learn more from Kak. To listen to last week's show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For previous shows with Kak Young, please listen to April 13, 2017, Using Essential Oils to Improve Your Health and Well-Being. 
in November 1627 with Lisa Tenson Dalma, the supposedly enlightened person's guide to raising a dog, and April 12, 2018 with Marlene Morris, Survival, Sanity, and Blessings of the California Blaze. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime of day or night allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. One listener told me, I recently went through a very difficult period of time when I couldn't even get out of bed in the morning. I would listen to your on-demand shows to give me the energy and strength to face the day. Thank you. And I thank her for sharing this with me. And I'm grateful that I was able to be of service. For added value, please read my new blog on more love, more intimacy, and less conflict for couples. Here's an excerpt. Jonathan Robinson told us the key to having a happy marriage is in becoming a great communicator, not just a good one. He pointed out that we all want to be appreciated, loved, and understood. The best way to get someone to hear you is to first make sure they feel heard and understood. Then they're open to listening to your perspective. To read more, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. And now for my silver lining story, a recent guest quoted Scott Peck as saying, life is difficult in his best-selling book, The Road Less Traveled. She found that comforting. I've been thinking about how what is comforting at one point in our growth may not be as we evolve further on our journey. I realize that I've gone through four different belief systems about life as my life has gotten better and better and my attitude toward life and my experiences have evolved. So yes, life is difficult was definitely where I started. As I healed, I remember making a conscious choice to say challenging instead of difficult. It felt more positive and less judgmental. I stuck with life as challenging for a long time. Then I ran across the concept that life is a school and we're all here to learn our lessons. I liked that concept. Having dedicated my life to teaching and learning, that idea appealed to me. I like the thought that we are here on earth to grow in love and compassion. It seemed to give more meaning to the pain in my life. I could get behind the concept of learning. I even began to play with the idea that God is our teacher and we are the students. We each have a curriculum with certain lessons that we have to learn. And as we're learning our spiritual lessons, we can have pop quizzes, tests, midterms, and even finals when a particular lesson has been learned to completion. At some point, life became less about learning because I seemed to have finally had the learning process mastered. I knew how to do that. Now I could get to the really good stuff. Now my life is a magical adventure. There are some bumps along the way, but I approach them differently. I go through them with more ease, knowing that if one thing doesn't work out, something else will. More often I see how I'm part of someone else's lesson. 
It isn't always about me. It's easier to let life flow being grateful for how far I've come, how much I've learned, how much I've grown, and the next exciting adventure into the unknown. Our guest today, Jim Bubba Bay, is a lifelong resident of upstate New York, where he coached high school sports and worked in his family landscaping business with his brother John at his family's gas station. He was five, he, he has five children, including the two sons who he saw in heaven with God after he was almost killed by a 14-foot fall down a rocky gully. Since his near-death experience, he has transformed from a shy man into the award-winning author of Miracle on Hammertown Road and an inspirational speaker while continuing to help at his family's two businesses. You're listening to Uplift Your Life nourishment of the spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the life doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com to like us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce and I'll help you be part of the solution. Lois Rayet, a Facebook friend, wrote, again, I needed the smile. Thank you, Paula, for finding beautiful and heartwarming posts. Also read about and register for my past life group regression workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, in what ways do you need to be inspired today? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Jim Bubba Bay, who will talk with us about how a near-death experience led to faith, purpose, and strength. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. 
the Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down, in what ways do you need to be inspired today? And I'm so pleased to welcome Jim Bubba Bay to talk with us about how a near-death experience led to faith, purpose, and strength. Um, Jim, I just want to tell you what a... um, What an honor it is to have you on the show, reading your experiences and seeing what you've gone through and the the depth of physical and emotional pain with losing two children um, and, and your own fall and long rehab and for you to emerge with um, with strengthened faith and, and purpose and not find yourself in blame and anger or stuck in blame and anger and um, resentment and and all of the negative things that many of us do get stuck in, um, which is human, but you seem to have found a way to create a positive, loving experience out of deep pain. So, Please talk to us a little bit about what happened to you that night and how you've come um, to the beliefs and the strength and faith that you have now. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, Dr. Paula. Uh, it, actually, what happened was uh, on 2009, November 15th, I, I went for a, uh, a walk around my house. I normally don't walk there. I walk in town. I lived a little outside of town, and I actually just went out because I wasn't feeling well, and I knew it was going to be a rough night, so I went out for a little walk to pressure fresh air, and I ended up going one direction. I live on Dead End Road, and, and I got changed around by a group of guys on the side of the road. I think they were drunk, and it was at nighttime, so I didn't want to, you know, interact with them. So I turned around, and I still didn't feel well, and I went past where, where I, I had just moved in, like, within that year, uh, I rent from my brother and my sister-in-law, Marianne, and my brother, John, and I and I went past. I said, oh, I can go down the road a little bit, and it's a dead-end road. And so I went down the road, and I, I felt pretty, you know, better. So I said, oh, time to go home. And 
I turn around and I started heading back up and it's, it's on a hill, a little bit up on a hill. And I saw some car lights. I didn't see the car and like that. And so I said, Oh, normally when I walk at night and especially in a darker situation, I, I get off the side of the road and I wait and then let the car go by. So, you know, it's the interactions, you know, not both of us walking toward they're moving to each other anyway. So I moved to the side of the road and, Next thing you know, I slipped, you know, I was like, I slipped forward. Next thing you know, I'm falling, free-falling through the air. And I ended up landing into a culvert, uh, 14 feet. Uh, You know, my feet went at 14 feet. My head went like 20 feet or whatever. I'm like, anyway, I ended up landing on my head for 14 feet. And uh, I I landed on rocks. And one of the miracle things about it, like right now, the uh, culvert has, it's a stream. And I would have I would have died from drowning because uh, I was unconscious, kind of face down. And I, mm-hmm. you know, but by by the grace of God, there was no water in the stream at the time. It's one of those that gets really flowing, and then it it can dry up. And thankfully, it wasn't you know any water in there. So that's you know that's where I ended up. And and then I uh, I don't times it, it's kind of irrelevant when that stuff happens because other than you know. It is in a way because I didn't know how long I was unconscious. I could have been, you know, ten seconds, five seconds. Could have been a couple minutes or five. I, I don't know how long I was, but I did wake up and I knew I was in trouble. I I reached up on my right arm, my left arm. I ended up falling on my left side of my head and my left shoulder, and I, my 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 rib, left side of my rib, on my body hit next, and I I, I landed so hard that I. My right side of the body never touched the ground, and I broke four ribs on that side, uh, which never touched anything. That's how hard I landed. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so I knew I was in trouble. I reached up, and my fingers kind of went in my skull. I had a four-and-a-half-inch crack in my head, and, of course, I was bleeding like crazy. And uh, and so, I, yeah, at that time, I, I started not to really have much hope at all, and I knew, uh, so I, I called out. I called out for help, and, of course, after a little bit of doing that, I had 11 broken ribs, so it was just hard to breathe, let alone scream, and I realized that was useless. And uh, so then um, it's really true. I don't know if everybody has different experiences, but for me, I I actually, my life kind of went in front of me, you know, and all these thoughts were going, and I kind of was like, um, you know, I'm, you know, dying or going to die, and, and uh I started to get a, a piece about that in, in a lot of ways uh, because uh, my two sons being in heaven and I, I, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a believer of heaven. So, and my one son was a pound four ounces and lived 10 days. He never left the hospital. We went from one hospital to another hospital and died there. So where would be he be if you believe in heaven? And then my other son was only 18 years old, died of kidney disease. So I kind of believe they were there. And so in some ways there was comfort. Of course, I didn't hundred percent know whether I was going to heaven or not. <laughs> because um, I, I'm a, at the time, I was a, I'm a Christian. I believed in all these near-death stories. I, I always was a believer of all of them. And, you know, people talk to God, meet God, talk to Jesus and see Jesus and all that. And, 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 but I, I didn't think I would because at the time I, I uh, was a Christian Christian, I call myself. I went to church on Christmas and Easter and didn't know the Bible. But I was a believer. So, I, you know, I didn't know where I was going to end up. So then I thought of my son, my, my one son, the 18-year-old, my ex-wife found him dead in his apartment after three or four days. And you can imagine what she saw. So that's what made me try to move. I was like, if I'm paralyzed, I'm dead. Because I didn't really know if I could move or not. And, and I said, but I got to, and I finally figured out where I came from enough 
and it was a crazy hill I had to climb, but I'm like, I, you know, if I can get to the road, I'll die there and people can bury me. So that was, you know, that was why I moved. I actually moved the road to die, uh, just to be closer to them to find me. Uh, and that's, that's what I went to the road to do. <laughs> that was wow. the plan at the time. My so. goodness. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, and so how did you move from thinking you were going to die to actually um, surviving all of this? Well, actually, I ended up going, uh, I actually climbed the hill. People who've been healthy go down the same way. They cannot believe I had 26 fractures. I had t- broke 23 bones with 26 fractures, 13 fractures on my neck and spine alone, and the fractures go, and they, a broken left shoulder, and they can't even believe I did it. And, uh, but somehow I climbed the hill, uh, you know, not very good. It took me a while. I kind of crawled up the hill and fell back, crawl up and slip and slide up the hill kind of thing. And I got to this log, and uh, it's, a, it's the log's so key to the whole story. All these near death, all these, all these testimonies, they always have a catch, like the heavens for real boy. I think he knew about an ant that he never knew about and came back and told them. And, and all, all these things have a catch. And for, for, for me, it's the log. Uh, I actually got to this log, and I was able to see it was dark out, but I was able to kind of see the silhouette of the road, and I'm like, okay, I made it to the road, now I could die. So I was in so much pain, you can imagine, and I closed my eyes, and I was content in dying. I was like, death was all around me. I was in death's door. I never technically died. I never claimed that in the book or anything like that. I just was, it was just ready to die. And then... The next thing you know, you know, a little bit later, I don't know, again, I don't know how long it took. All of a sudden, my eyelids, uh, my my friend Mickey wrote the book with me, and uh, he uh, he lives in Bangkok, Thailand, so it's kind of wild how we wrote it halfway across the road, most of it. And uh, he emailed me and said, well, what was it like? And it took me like three emails to explain God's light to me, how it started was, you know, what? as kids, we're woken up by our parents and we're sleeping, and the light makes our eyes open. It kind of gets bright on the outside of our eyelids. Well, that's kind of what happened to me. My eyes were, it was getting brighter and brighter outside. So I opened my eyes and it just got, it just was the most amazing sight. It was this beautiful, you know, breeze was starting to pick up and this bright light and colors showed up. And, and then this figure walked towards me. And um, I, I talked to people and, and people say you can't see God and, you know, and all that. And I, this is just my testimony. And I said, how do I not know it was God talking through Jesus' body? I don't know. But he said, my son Jesus to me, that's why I claim to met God. But the other thing is, I've done a lot of interviews and I've been asked, but my spirituality, I, I was a Christian believer, but I didn't know about, you know, all this other spiritual stuff. I knew about angels, but I didn't really know about them. I didn't know, I, didn't, I wouldn't know what an orb was if it showed up and blew by me ten times, or even a bright light. I would have never known. So the only way I would have been able to move or even comprehend what was happening is the figure showed up to me in a grandfatherly kind of looking thing. But I believe that everybody would, could see something different. So I don't like, in the book even, I only describe enough to describe enough. And uh, God showed up, and my sons were there uh, in heaven. And I, I did another interview, and they asked me, and like you, you always still learn years later, like this interview, I'll learn something new about myself or new or why things happen. And it dawned on me when I was doing this interview, uh, I did this book club, you know, live speech, and the lady asked me about my kids being there, and she kind of helped me figure out that the chances are my kids were there because it helped me comprehend that what I was seeing was real, you know, exactly. um, that they came from heaven, you know, and, and so 
you know, that's why they're there. I never talked to them, everything like that. And so I ended up having a conversation with God, uh, you know, and, and the one thing is I, I didn't leave anywhere. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't leave my body. This is an in-body experience. And I didn't leave Hammertown Road. I didn't leave Pine Plains. It would just happen, and it was a meeting. It was, I, I don't even know how long it took. It could have been a five-minute, two-minute, three-minute, ten-minute meeting. But it's like two people walking on, on the road and crossing each other's path and talking for, for a little bit and then going your own way. And uh, so that, you know, and, and that's kind of been good in a lot of ways for me because it was just a meeting, and I didn't come out with these big claims of going to heaven and all that because I went nowhere. <laughs> I was still on that log, you know. And But going back to the log real quick, why God was there, the log got so it got so bright. I, even though my neck was broken, I broke C7 two ways, I was able to look around and see that I kind of turned my head that I was on a log that had no bark and no branches. And it, you, know, you know those logs that get like telephone poles or hard on the outside, soft on the inside? I was able to see I was laying on a log like that. So that's important to the whole thing because, of course, after... You know, God left and my kids and all that. He didn't tell me what to do next. He told me, you know, it's in the book, but he told me there was things that, you know, I had to do for him. And, you know, not exact like directions yet. Just I, I had things to do for him and I, I'm not ready to go to heaven and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so when he left, he never told me what to do. So after he left, I was in so much awe that my pain kind of subsided some, but it was still there. But I was just in awe. I mean, it was the most amazing experience of my life, of course. And, and then he left, and I'm like, okay, this is great. I'm still on the log in the middle of the dark. And, you know, so I able, I know it's some bog, it's crazy, but I was able to look, I was able to look a little more to my left, and I saw this little light inside this, I'm assuming, house at the time. And I said, that's where I got to go. And the crazy thing that even in the hospital, I woke up out of a coma, they could not believe. Everybody thought I crawled all the way to that house, but I actually got up and walked with 26 fractures. I call it the Notre Dame, the hunchback of Notre Dame shuffle because it was more of a shuffle. And, um, but I ended up, it's crazy, but I ended up getting, ended up being my neighbor's house who I'd never talked to before in my life. I always just waved to her. And, uh, and the, it's all God's timing because to be honest with you, when I fell, she wasn't even home yet. She went to New Jersey for the weekend and was on her trip, four hour trip back home. And if my, and her name's Endear, and if she stopped one more time to go to the bathroom, I would be dead on her, on her lawn or whatever, or not at all. I don't think the light was on there when I, when I left. So it's almost like she got home after I fell to put the light on for me to know where to go. And, uh, it's just like, so anyway, it was just so, so I got to her door and I knocked on it and she, I, I, Asked, I think I asked her to call 911, and she, it was, she wrote for the book, too, and she was scared for her life because um, it looked like Freddy Krueger was in the neighborhood. That's how bad I looked. And I, then I passed out on her lawn. Uh, in and out. I could talk to the firemen, but then I like kind of passed out, in and out, the, the paramedics and all that. So then I was induced in a coma in the hospital. I was hurt so bad they were going to fly me in a helicopter, but it was too foggy. And that's key to the log, too. It was too foggy to fly me, so I had to go in an ambulance. So to fast forward about this log real quick, uh, they induced so the coma. Let, because let, I, I, let me interrupt you there for a minute so that we can have a commercial and then come back. And can we pick up your story at, at that point? Sure. Okay, um, and what I'd also like to add before we go to break is that I 
Um, and this may give be the insight that you're looking for, is that the light that you saw, the light of God, um, is what made it possible for you to turn your head, to walk, to have the energy to get to your uh, neighbor's house, because that light is what fuels our body, and it gives us the strength, the physical, emotional, mental strength to live, and the energy to live our lives, and so it was almost like a superhuman energy that you were given, because it was directly the light of God, just that very strong light, that probably would have been too much for you to handle under normal circumstances, but was what you needed to infuse you with the energy to get up and and survive. So I love your title, The Miracle on Hammertown Road, and you've just described numerous miracles, including your neighbor being home and putting the light on just in time. So I'm grateful for your sharing this and we want to hear more after the break. I'm your host Dr. Paula the Life Doctor and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials go to my website drpaulajoyce.com to sign up for my email list you'll receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem solving process for my best selling book which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, write down on your paper how Jim story has helped you stay tuned we'll be right back with Jim Bubba Bay to talk more about how a near-death experience led to faith purpose and strength follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. 
Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how Jim's story has helped you. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Gabriel can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Jim Bubba Bay talking about how a near-death experience led to faith, purpose, and strength. I know our listeners are on the edge of their chair, so Jim, please pick up and talk about the log and um, tell us more because um, it's just one miracle after another, and it's beautiful just to listen to you. So please continue. Yes, thank you, Dr. Paula. Uh, Anyway, just to really go, to go about the log real quick is uh, I was able to see that I was uh, laying on a log when God's light was there, and uh, I ended up, you know, getting induced in a coma when I was in the hospital, and I woke up out of a coma, and I was able to describe, I started to tell the story to my family, how I met God at this log, and my family did say that there was a bunch of blood at the log, but, you know, are you sure? And I, I described the log, and then... Uh, they, they had a Karen Bridge website uh, page for me, and when I was in rehab, my brother and sister-in-law took me into the room to the computers in a wheelchair, and they, a bunch of people were saying, God must have been, you know, there to help you and stuff. And I ended up going to, uh, you know, and then they were like, oh, you want to see where you fell? And I didn't know if I was ready to really see where my life changed, but I, I said yes. And so they pulled up this picture, and the first thing I saw was the log I described straight out of a coma, uh, that I met God at. And what's important about that is, it, like I said, it was foggy, so there was no moonlight, there's no street lights, there's no houses near there with lights on to, to shine the log, and the, and I was so close to the road, if a car went by, you would have stopped at least to see if I needed help, and so there's only one other light that could have lit that up to, you know, to, to that I could describe the log in detail. So I, I, I already knew this all happened, but it, like, really put the final stamp on it for me that, you know, what I thought, you know, happened, happened, you know, and I just want to go back quick to what you're saying right before is when I got to the log, when you, before the break, when I, when I got to the log, I, I tell people my hope was gone. My faith was gone. I was gone. And what happened was the light, like you were saying, a meeting God, I, I, I compare it to a plane flying through the air and they're about to be out of fuel and this big 
fuel jet pulls up near him, hooks up to him, and fills him for fuel. That's what God did to me. It, it, it refilled my faith, my hope. He, he pulled up, hooked up to me, the light, like you said, and it just made me go on my next journey. Um, so it kind of was just what you were saying. It refueled me uh, for the next journey to the house and stuff like that. And um, it's just been amazing. And then fast forward, uh, some of the things that are that, that have changed. I've always was a believer that I heard all these stories about people meeting the God, divine Jesus, and they get this gift like they're not a great painter, and also now they're a great painter. And, and to me, there was always a give and take. And for me, I I, I, I gave chronic pain because twenty six fractures. Um, you know, I have chronic pain from them. You know, not all of them at one time, but you know, I do. Uh, but what I got was I call it the gift of sociability. Because uh, now I'm totally 180. I used to be a shy, introvert kind of guy. As soon as I knew you, I would talk your, your 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 ears off. Once I knew you, but to get to know anybody, I was very shy uh, at it and very uh, even using phones. I used to not really do that too often, especially calling someplace new. And now I'm I've been on TV, you know, three or four times, three times I think it is, and I, I you know done live speech and then. Uh, inspirational speaking and uh, even interviews on, you know, like a night like now over the phone. And uh, it's just been, it doesn't even phase me. I actually seek it out. And I, I, one of the things that's huge for me is that uh, uh, it's not about me, you know. I was with a friend of mine at a cafe, and I realized one of the reasons why I do what I do now is the message is bigger than me. So it's mm. not really about me. Uh, it's just, you know, it's bigger than me. You know, so that's why, and and then I've also learned that people, you know, people have to meet me. Like some people don't even know that I'm. Uh, you, you to see me, you wouldn't have no idea I got hurt. That's you. You would have no idea I got hurt, and people don't even know I have hurt. And they'll come in, and you know, I'll meet them at our gas station, or I'll meet them on the street, and also they start talking to me. It's like an attraction thing now. People, and then they tell me these amazing stories. And then the next thing you know, they're like, oh, is that okay? I told you that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then something, they'll be like, did you ever have something amazing happen to you? And I'm like, yeah, well, I got something to tell you. And so, (laughs) you know, and then other times people do know that I wrote the book or heard about my story and they come and share their stories. So I kind of find that, you know, very, very healing for me too, but also for them that they can feel like they can share with me and they know I won't judge them or anything like that because, you know, it's been quite the ride for me. And uh, and then I, I'm sadly with my kids passing away, but so many people have read the book and told me how it helps them with death. There is a lot in the book because a lot of things have happened to me, and uh, even like financially, I was devastated from uh, medical bills. And one of my one of my sayings is that you can have that. We we had New York State health insurance at the time, which is the best you can have in the state, and. Uh, he, you could have the best health insurance, but if you're not wealthy and you have somebody terminally ill in your family, it's just a slow financial death. If you have the be- and if you don't have great insurance, it's it's just quicker, you know. Unless you really got a big savings to pay, because my son was on like 15 different meds, you know. When you take the copay and then you add all, you know, just the copays alone turn into a mini mortgage, you know. And uh, mm. so that's all part of the whole, you know, message too. Uh, but like I said, it's not a you know, it's not about me. Um, the book had to be written, kind of like my story. But and then the cool thing in the the Bubba, I've always been Bubba for a long time, and in the book it tells why I'm Bubba, you know, and how I'm Bubba. But I had to put the Bubba stuff in there, and they're funny stories because it would have been just too heavy with two kids dying, and you know me and my friend 
Mickey and I, because we wrote the book, and then we're like, well, what makes you different than other books? Because many people claim to talk to God, go to heaven, and all that. And then, and then it dawned on us, how many people have a son die in 2000, another son die in 2006, and then in 2009, a decade, almost die himself, besides meeting God, just almost die himself and come back to talk about it. You know, so it kind of well, like in a decade, two kids just die, and I almost died myself, you know, and I'm back to talk about it. So, yes, you know. I, I think I think also the Bubba makes you accessible. You're friendly. You're you know you're someone we know already and want to listen to. Um, your story is so inspiring, and in that you've helped so many people. As, as you were talking about the people, even at the gas station, you know you're still just a regular person. You haven't. Um, uh, um, changed in, in, as much as you've changed you still held on to your roots to what makes you you which means that people have easy access to you who are in pain and want somebody to validate their experience and there you are just the guy pumping gas and, and helping out or um, or planting and so it's um, it's a be- it's a beautiful thing that you're um, you know just a person who is accessible and and friendly, um, and and I'm just so grateful to you for being on the show, for sharing your story, and for um, a- allowing more people to hear how you were inspired by that experience with God and how it continues to fuel your life and and, you. and others um, and others. Thank so, yes, th- thank you, Thanks. Jim, and I wish you the very best. And I hope, please keep us posted as to whether Jim told me off air that he might be on the A&E Network on a television show. So let's all say a little prayer for that and send some positive energy toward that. We'd love to hear more from you. So please stay in touch and let us know about other books or about your show and so on. And I wish you continued blessings. Thank you. Can I share one of the quick uh, quotes that I say almost every day? It's real okay. quick. I say, I say to myself, every, every day I'm vertical, it is a great day. Uh. Meaning standing <laughs> compared to earth. So, it's all right. beautiful. Well, thank you and God bless you for having me. Thank you. And I love your gratitude and your attitude. Thank you so much, Jim. And please visit him on um, uh, the internet at jimbubbabay.com. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to paulajoyce.com and like us on Facebook. Then read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as dissolving fear and anxiety, overcoming a 
abuse, 21 Steps for Healing Your Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, and the Ultimate Creative Solving Problem Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I want to introduce you to Archangel Gabriel, who works with me and my clients and wants to help you too. He's the messenger for God and helps people who are writers, artists, speakers, and work in the area of creativity. Ask for his help daily and in addition to whoever else you pray to. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Gabriel, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be a messenger for God or write with more ease or clarity or whatever you need. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that he is helping you because he is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Dr. Raymond Moody and Lisa Smart will talk about their new University of Heaven, offering online courses and conversations about near-death, share-death, and after-death experiences. And October 25th, when Linda Graham will talk about resilience, powerful practices for bouncing back from disappointment, difficulty, and even disaster. Please keep sending me your questions, comments, and silver lining stories. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.